Welcome to Ep 256. Ever been on a personal development journey? It starts out amazingly. You read all of these books and watch all of these videos about how you can just be a different, better, healthier, smarter person that has the best of everything. And you feel good and then a situation comes along that leaves you reverting back to the chaotic mess of a person that you used to be and thinking, well, shit, maybe I can't change and it really is just a fairy tale that's meant for other people and not me. In this episode, I want to talk to you about one of the things that makes change and personal development so uncomfortable that I haven't really heard many people talk about before. And I think it's important that you know about it so that you can see it coming and get through it without it totally derailing you on your growth, health, wellness journey. So let's begin that conversation. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously, so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition, and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. Hey, what's up, my healthy friends? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm really glad that you're here to chat about why transformation can be so uncomfortable and difficult and painful and all of the little niggles and sufferings that come with trying to change. Uh, And the reason that I want to talk about this is because there is a reason as to why people fail on this journey so many times. Or maybe the reason that you've failed many diets or many programs or many different attempts to change your life with money or relationships. And there's a really important aspect that I've personally never heard anybody talk about. It's something that I've learned through my own personal development journey and as part of the clients that I've worked with over the last couple of years, of which in 2023, it's my mission to coach 500 people to stop the binge eating and savage self-talk cycle so they can lose weight whilst feeling in control and without restriction along the way. And if you want to be a part of that, scroll down to the show notes and uh, shoot me a message or make an inquiry. But why is it so difficult? What is this part that nobody's really talking about, at least that I have heard? So what happens when we try and change is that we have to realize first and foremost that the person we are has benefited us until now, which is why we have been that person. And when we look around at all of the different types of people and what different people are able to do compared to us, both good and bad, the reason that they're capable of doing those things is because they have a belief system that enables them to do that. And whether it be helpful or harmful, that belief system and for that individual perceives more benefits than drawbacks, right? It perceives and understands that behaving in this way or eating in this particular way gives me a better experience than it does a worse experience, which is why I do it. And sure, when you're on the other side of the situation and you're feeling shitty and you've got all the stuff in your veins and your gut and you feel awful, you're like, oh, why do I make this choice? It makes me feel so terrible. The reality is that before that terrible, there were a lot of benefits that were worth the risk of the terrible experience you knew was coming. If it wasn't that way, you wouldn't have done it. Now, when we look ourselves in the mirror, and I don't necessarily mean to analyze body fat or how we look naked, but I mean to confront ourselves, to look at ourselves in the eye and say, you know, you really need some attention, love, care, honesty, realism, you know, hell, suffering, whatever it might be. But when we confront ourselves by looking in the mirror and looking in our own eyes, which I think is really important work that you can do for free right now at home, is to start really seeing yourself in the mirror. Don't just look at the bits and pieces. It's like, oh yeah, I've got got to pop this pimple and skin and I probably need a shave. Like look at yourself as if you're looking into the eyes of a loved one or a child and having a real moment. And I know this sounds a bit weird, but 
the reason transformation can be so difficult and uncomfortable is because for many years before you've ever tried to change or whilst you're trying to change, you look in the mirror and you see a person that you recognize. Whether you're happy with that person or not happy, and I'm going to guess that the very vast majority of people are not very happy with what they see in the mirror, whether it be physically or whether it be emotionally, they see that face and they're like, oh, you're such a letdown or you're, yeah, we're so fat or you know, I'm, I'm just so unreliable. I can't get my shit together. Why do I always go for these guys? Or, you know, why have I got this cycle with women or whatever it is, you know, when you look in the mirror and see that person, we have a certain set of emotions that come up and belief systems that come up about how that person should act in the world. And with the transformation journey, the reason that it's so difficult is because we're challenging your own self-image of self, right? And so what happens in that space is that you begin to not recognize yourself because you still have the same face that was previously behaving in a way that was uncomfortable and unhelpful and detrimental. And so as you start to change, whether it be your diet, whether it be your workout regime, whether it be your relationships, your money, your alcohol, your whatever, you know, changing anything that has been an ingrained pattern for a long time, you look into the mirror and you're like, I don't really recognize this person because the person that I see in the mirror looks like somebody that I remember held belief A, B, C, and D, but lately this person has been not doing those. And so my feelings about this person are a bit different. They're a bit confused. They're a bit lost. They're a bit uncomfortable. They're like, oh, I don't really recognize you because you look like the person that was doing the other stuff, but you're no longer doing that other stuff, which makes us feel a bit uneasy. And we often behave unconsciously in 99% of our day. We behave in a way that is confirming the truth about what we believe to be true about ourselves. (laughs) It's this loop that just goes round and round and round and round. I believe I am, therefore I behave in a certain way. I behave in a certain way because I believe I am, right? It's like that whole conversation, I eat because I'm fat and I'm fat because I eat. It's that same circular loop that we are absolutely stuck in in regards to identifying ourselves. One of the things that people don't talk about in this space is that you going through a transformation journey or a change is that you start to not recognize yourself in the mirror. And that's really uncomfortable. And many people don't last in that space. They give up because they're like, oh, I feel like a stranger in my own body. Or I feel like the person in the mirror is a lie, right? Or I'm faking it till I make it. Or I'm just, you know, I'm here temporarily with willpower pretending that it's all okay, but it's not. And I just feel this massive pull back to who I used to be. Because getting stuck in that self-fulfilling loop, that self-fulfilling prophecy of the truth that you believe that you have for you is much more comfortable. There's no discomfort. There's no not recognizing. We recognize, we feel comfortable, we feel familiar, even if we know it's not that helpful, right? So the thing that I want you to be aware of is that transformation is uncomfortable because you will start to not recognize yourself. You will feel physically like a different person because you will have different food in your body your body will be responding to that food in a different way. Your hormones will be responding differently and your hormones and neurotransmitters very much contribute to the physical way that you feel and your mental well-being as well, right? And that will influence your perspective and your perspective then will be different on the body that you've got and the person that looks back at you in the mirror and all of these things start to change and you might get a bit more sleep and you might wake up less tired, which also feels strange because the person you look at in the mirror is tired, worn out old bat, (laughs) right? And we're changing that. We're starting to feel a bit different. And and you might, there'll be part of you that's like, oh, I feel really good. You know, this is great. I want to feel like this more often. But there'll be this other part of you that's like, 
come back. You don't want to be healthy and well. You want to be somewhere safe, familiar, certain, and predictable. And that's being your old self, the person we were for the last 40 years. So why don't we go back to that? Because it's easy. It's easy. Sure, when we're tired, it's really easy to be able to just slither back into that old person we were and go back into our old shell. And then come Monday, we hate ourselves again because we're like, fuck, I'm back here again. Oh my God, I got to do this again. So I want you to know, I want you to take away from this podcast that you will start to not recognize yourself in the mirror. And what you have to do is build familiarity and build recognition and build understanding and certainty into the new person that you're becoming. Start making it normal for healthy food conversations to be a thing. Start making it normal to look in the mirror and be proud of yourself and be happy and be able to identify the good stuff. And I never promote denial or toxic positivity. You can acknowledge the bad stuff. You can acknowledge the things you don't like, but acknowledge the good stuff. Start practicing and start regularly putting yourself in a space where good things are okay. Good things are happening to me. I feel great. And this is normal, right? We need to make that normal because until you start being okay with the discomfort of not recognizing yourself and then starting to create a new space of recognition, we're going to keep defaulting back to who we were, aka repeating the diet cycle, aka going back around the bandwagon with cookies and chocolate and wine and people and relationships and the same arguments and the same problems and round and round and round and round and round we go because we default back to where we're comfortable. So we have to be ready for the discomfort of not recognizing yourself in the mirror and then starting to begin a new place of comfort, which is that being someone different is okay and is actually why I'm here. I hope this episode has been helpful and you've got a lot out of it and you're starting to understand that this stuff feels icky and it's meant to feel icky and you're not meant to recognize the person in the mirror because you're being someone different and new and that's fantastic and amazing and I love that you're listening to this podcast and that you're still here with me because it means that you're entertaining the possibility of looking in the mirror and saying it's okay that I don't recognize this person. It's okay that something is significantly different and I need to sit in that discomfort with just amazement and be like, wow, look how capable I am of making these steps and making these changes because that positive reinforcement is something we want to start practicing as well in that space. So thanks for listening to this episode. If you've enjoyed it or you need to share it with anybody that keeps trying to get on their way with a health and wellness journey, then this podcast might be useful to share with them because then they'll start understanding, oh, it's not meant to feel perfectly amazing. And I need to go through this chapter of discomfort before you know, comfort comes again in the place that we actually want it that's healthy, well, and able and reversing disease and reversing obesity and all of those kind of things. So please share it with those. And if you've got anything out of this and you want to give us a high five back, ratings, reviews, five stars, all that jazz is super appreciated. In the meantime, I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. If you love this episode and health information is your thing, then please consider subscribing to the show. And when you're done, head over to iTunes, Google Podcast, or whichever app you use. And we'd be grateful if you could leave us a five-star rating and write a review sharing your opinion on the show as it really helps the podcast grow. Thanks so much and I'll see you on the next episode. Whoa.
Whilst the presenter that feature on this podcast endeavour to provide accurate information, it cannot possibly take into account your individual circumstances, and therefore the content on this podcast provided by any of the speakers is not intended as advice in any way for any individual, and should not be a replacement for professional medical or health advice of any nature. Always seek advice regarding your personal situation from a qualified medical professional.